This is Jake Tapper, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is CNN host and author Jake Tapper. Jake started his career as a campaign press secretary before transitioning to journalism and is now the host of Take the Lead with Jake Tapper on CNN. Aside from hosting a weekly TV show, he's authored several books, including his latest novel, The Devil May Dance. We discuss everything from the book to his time management strategies and early career in this podcast episode. Welcome to Five Questions, Jake. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. Well, it's good to have you here. I want to start off with earlier in your career. What experience did you gain as a press secretary that helped you transition to become a freelancer and a successful journalist? I was a press secretary very briefly, like for a couple of years in my early 20s. I wasn't very good at it, and I'm not particularly ideological or partisan. But I will say, see Seeing how government actually works from the inside out, seeing how much is about alliances and power and compromise is very informative. And really, honestly, I recommend if you don't know what to do with your life and you're young, go into government just to see what it looks like and how it works. And then you will that will inform you for whatever you want to do next, whether it's journalism or being a lawyer or a lobbyist or a politician or fleeing that world altogether. Yeah, I think that's great advice because it gives you kind of an overall perspective of the nature of our economy and world and how it operates, which trickles down to everything, how we work and live. And how do you manage your time between covering politics for CNN and writing fiction books? If you want to be a writer, then you need to write. What I do is when I have committed to writing, meaning I have done the research, I've done the rumination of what I want to write about, I commit to writing 15 minutes a day every day. Because everybody can find 15 minutes in a day. Whether you're eating lunch or right before you go to bed or quiet period in your day, you can commit to 15 minutes. And if that's all you do, by the end of the week, you got an hour 45 under your belt. It's really just a commitment to yourself the same way that you would commit to doing sit-ups five days a week. No, that's good advice, especially like reflecting in my writing career. But I think doing it by hour can be beneficial too, because it also puts a little bit more pressure on you. Hey, if I only have a half hour, an hour every day, I'm going to try and maximize that time as I reach these bigger goals of maybe one chapter in two weeks or a month. Yeah. And also because writing is not necessarily about page numbers. It's about problems to solve, especially if you're writing fiction and you have a dilemma and you're trying to figure something out. A goal of I want to write three pages wouldn't work so much for me per se, as much as I'm going to do 15 minutes. And hopefully within that period, I'll have figured something out. You've now written two books. In what ways does the Hellfire Club and the devil may dance reflect our current political system, the media world, and the issues we face as a society. The Hellfire Club, I was inspired. It takes place in the 1950s. My hero, Congressman Charlie Martyr, is a congressman. He comes down to D.C. with his wife, Margaret, who's a zoologist. And that book is about something that I witnessed a lot as a journalist, which is people come to Washington to do good. And then Washington is a town where you have to make compromises. And the question is, how many compromises are you willing to make? What are you willing to compromise? 
compromise about? And then what happens to you when the compromises are the focus of your energy instead of the good that you want to do? In other words, you're so focused on accruing power to achieve the good you want to do that you no longer are focused on the good. The Devil May Dance is about the people that one has to get in bed with figuratively in life. It's inspired by the friendship between Frank Sinatra and John F. Kennedy. When you are willing to get in bed with or do deals with or befriend or partner with somebody who has lower ethical or moral standards than you do, what does that do to you? So those are the two themes and they're both very relevant today when it comes to Washington, D.C. There's a bigger story and life lesson on this trade-offs to everything. If you want to accomplish something, you almost have to give something else up and you have to somehow find your own balance that makes sense for you. Absolutely. Everything has a compromise. Everybody inevitably has compromises. I'm sure my children do that I don't even know about. And the question is, where do you draw your line? What is important to you? It's important to compromise. You can't have a successful marriage or relationship if you don't compromise. Beyond which line are you not willing to cross? And speaking of your new book, what was the process of turning factual events from the 1960s into setting and plot points for the book. It's fiction, but because I deal in nonfiction day in, day out as a journalist, it is always a little bit of a struggle because, you know, you want to adhere to the facts, even though you're writing a novel that is a flight of fancy. Charlie Martyr and Margaret Martyr did not exist, do not exist. To have them interacting with Frank Sinatra is invented. But you also want to stay true to the reality of who Frank Sinatra was, right? I mean, all of a sudden, he's not going to like rip off his shirt and become Spider-Man. The point is you have to find, I had to as a novelist, find comfort levels. You know, I have movies premiering in March that actually didn't premiere until June. I guess it's just a comfort level that you adopt on your own and everybody's is different, but that was mine. Yeah, you wanted to make it feel grounded in reality so people right. can connect with them more. You want it to feel real so you feel like you're a fly on the wall hanging out with the Rat Pack, but at the same time, you want people to have fun. I mean, I'm sure if you sat down and had dinner with Sinatra and the Rat Pack, not all of it would be fun. I have to present this the most entertaining stuff for the viewer and the reader. That's ultimately the point. I had to have the reader in mind. What will they enjoy? And what's your best piece of career advice? Do not be offended by rejection. Do not take it personally, even when it is personal. So many of us have been rejected so many times on our way to success. It's part of the process. And, and for a lot of young people, they're safely ensconced in high schools and colleges where they don't experience any rejection. And then all of a sudden they're out in the real world and it hits them like a, like a garbage truck in the middle of the street. It's normal. It happens all the time. It sucks, but we all have been through it. Do not be hurt by it. And rejection can be a blessing in disguise. Like Absolutely. you getting rejected could lead you on a different path, which you might enjoy more and make more money at. A hundred percent. I can't even tell you how many jobs, you know, when I was trying to figure out what to do with my life in my twenties before I became a journalist and I was just in public relations because it fell on my lap. I mean, there are jobs that I didn't get in public relations and thank God I didn't get. I can't imagine how miserable I would be. And which is not to say other people who love public relations shouldn't feel pride in their work. But for me personally, I do not belong in PR. I was horrible at it. I was pursuing a career path that was the wrong one for me. And I'm glad that I did not succeed because then I would be unhappy in a business and shackled to that work. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Jake. To follow his journey, you can read The Devil May Dance and find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where he shares political news, his latest CNN segments, life updates, and appearances. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Bell, and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. 